Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. How many know you can fake it in the house, but you can't fake it on the front line? That's why I prayed the way I just prayed. Because it's easy when you're in this kind of environment to just put it all together. But when you're out on the front line, that's where we find out who's rock solid. Because against the front line, you, did you hear how I said that? Against the front line, we're in a battle. If you're going with the current, you're not rock solid. We're back in that series. And since we've got that baptismal, and there's several that are going to be following the Lord in water baptism, I want this to continue next week. I want to talk to you and shake your world up a little bit. You okay with that? I'm going to shake your world up a little bit. While I was in a conference Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday... I'm always looking for books. If you don't believe that, just ask my wife. She'll tell you. If he does go shopping, he's going to find a bookstore. He's going to try to find a place where he can get books or put it on Kindle. And I try to find good deals. And so I found a book entitled Shift in Your Mind. If you think the world is stuck, you ought to see sometimes how the church is functioning. Stuck, double stuck. And so during worship this morning, I'm just going crazy with my phone, putting down all kind of notes, because I want to mess with our minds this morning. Actually, the Holy Spirit wants to mess with all of our minds. And some of you have already put your guard up, but at least I gave you a warning ahead of time. Many of us have been raised to believe that Jesus just came to save the lost. His It's okay, I have... Theological training, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus came primarily to develop leaders who would win the lost. And he chose 12 and he developed leadership in them. Because if you're not under his leadership, you can't reach the lost. You'll end up flowing with them in the current. And you'll leave the front line. Let's pretend I've been doing this for 40 years. I've seen a lot of people leave the front line. (laughs) So we're going to start this this morning, and we're going to talk about leadership. Rock-solid people are needed in the body of Christ to lead others. And guess what? This is not just for the adults this morning, for these moments together. It's for young people who are willing to go, I want to be a leader. But to be a leader, you have to be a follower. And your leader as a follower is Jesus Christ. Hello? Hello? So if you're following other leaders, but those leaders aren't following Christ, it won't be long. You'll be in the ditch. You want to follow those who are following the ultimate leader. By the way, he will be the ultimate leader throughout time and history. And the Bible says that every knee... And every tongue will confess. Check this out. In heaven, on earth, and under the earth, everybody is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. That's Scripture. So the ultimate leader is not historical leaders, 
but the history of all leaders, Jesus Christ. So this morning, I want to talk to this body of believers about becoming a leader. Because, listen, we have to have leaders. We have to have leaders. We have to have parents who are leading in the home. We've got to have teenagers who've been raised up with good leaders to go out and lead our schools. My good friend, Coach Almon Gunner, by the way, he'll be here on a Sunday morning in March. This place ought to be packed on that Sunday. God has really been speaking to Almon big time. It's like, whoa, slow down, dude. Man, you're like, whew. But he says this all the time. When you can get student athletes to lead your school, you're going to have a successful school. But when your athletes are not leading from the front, the school goes in the direction of those athletes. Boy, I just took all the weight off of administrators and teachers. Because the kids know that if they're doing the right thing, those who look up to those leaders are going to follow those leaders. Hello? This is about leadership this morning. This is about rock-solid people becoming leaders in the kingdom of Jesus Christ. See, we like to put all the weight on Jesus, don't we? Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. That is a biblical scripture. But when he found you and he saved you, he wants to raise you up to be a leader. That means everybody in this room, in God's kingdom, he wants you to be a leader. There's somebody in your sphere of influence that is to be brought to Jesus Christ, and nobody but you can do that. Hello? Hmm. Oh, and I'm going to do the best I can because I want to do it in such a framework that we are able to enjoy all of those who are going to be baptized, and I don't leave you stranded, but I want to give you some information about being rock solid and being a leader. I want some people to walk out of here today going, I'm a leader. I may be 15, I may be 25, 45, 65, 85, but I'm a leader. And my leader is Jesus Christ and I'm following him. And then Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. So check this out. Years ago when I was coaching, and I had to actually write his name down so I wouldn't forget, hello, Anybody else ever do that? Like, you got it, but then you didn't take a note of it, and then you don't know where it went? That was a hint right there. I think it's dangerous to come into the house of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, and take no notes, either on your phone or on paper, on your Bible. Because you know what? If you don't have it written down, you can't keep it. How can you say that? Because the thief comes immediately, the Bible says, to steal the word. Have you ever noticed how we don't forget the things of the world, but we forget God's word? That was intentional right there. Like, we could talk about movies, for those of us that were back in that era, of the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, and all of you can talk, the millennials can talk about right now, but it's amazing how we can't remember much about what happened last Sunday morning. That's all by design. He comes to immediately steal the word. So if you're not taking anything down, you don't have anything. And when you don't have anything, you can't lead. You have to follow others who may not have a clue where they're they're going. So here's what I was doing during worship. Because I never want you to hear me say something that I'm not doing. Rock-solid leaders 
are always productive. And here's what I jotted down off of all of that worship this morning. Are you ready? Grab some of these, will you please? Leaders always leave the grave. How's your habits today? The same ones you had two years ago? Check your leadership. Number two, leaders always walk away from darkness. Are you walking towards the light or away from the light? Oh, oh, by the way, there's only two realms, light and darkness. You're either walking towards the light or you're going the other direction. Number three, leaders always lead through love. I was sharing with one of our leaders in this house And by the way, some of you that are around me during the week, you know that I call all of our faculty and staff, and it's been a real shift for them. I call every one of our faculty and staff members leaders. Custodians, cafeteria people, paraprofessionals, they're all leaders. I want them to feel the weight of what it means to be a leader. Hello? Because see, leaders don't shift the blame. Come on, church. Leaders, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you the rest of that. So I shared with one of our leaders who is a former teacher about an incredible book by Perry Noble entitled The The Most Excellent Way. And the most excellent way is through love. When you know that as a leader, I care about you and I love you, it's going to resonate in you and you're going to be a leader. Next. Leaders always pursue those in darkness. This is all coming off of our worship this morning. Leaders always put him on display. Leaders always embrace his reign. Hello? Hello? Leaders always are running with him. Leaders always produce light. Leaders always carry his riches. Leaders always develop new leaders. When my journey down here is over and I get to go home, if there's been no leaders developed, I have done a horrendous job. And now I'm accountable to Jesus Christ. Oh, by the way, parents, progress reports went out this week. Some schools on Wednesday, some of them on Friday. Every one of us are going to have a progress report too. And we're going to get a final grade. See, we live in a world that says there's no accountability I have good news for you. Everyone's going to give an account to the Lord because he created everybody. So just because I got away with something or I did something behind the curtain and nobody knows, are you kidding me? He saw that. Man, hello? God's here right now. And he's talking to us on being rock-solid believers and that we are leaders in Levy County, down in Tampa, Orlando, Like my wife was asking me, so what did you do after the conference? I said, I just went back to my room and studied. You didn't go anywhere? You didn't? I said, no, I didn't go anywhere. I just walked back to my room. Because I know about those old paths. Hello? Are you revisiting your old paths? I'm I'm just asking. Leaders always allow the reign of the Holy Spirit to flow. So maybe you are following a leader. What kind of a leader are you following? Are you around a person that is open to the Holy Spirit and is guided by the Holy Spirit? You really want to rub shoulders with that person. Oh, back to the story when I was coaching. Billy Donovan was the coach at UF at that time, and he brought in the legendary Jerry West. You talk about writing notes. I was taking notes 
crazy. And you know what's ridiculous? I never got to speak to the man, but I got his information. (laughs) I didn't take a picture with him. I didn't do anything, but I got all of his notes. And guess what I did? I transferred all those notes to Chiefland High School and to all those student athletes that I had at that time. It is important that you surround yourself with the right people. And then you get that information, and then you process that and share it with others. Hello? (laughs) A couple more. This was what I was doing during worship this morning while we were all singing. I'm, I'm grabbing all the information I can get. Leaders always carry the glory of the Holy Spirit. And leaders always pour out their praise. Always. Hello? Oh, by the way, I passed this on. We're, we're talking about this morning, rock-solid Christians are needed as leaders. In case you're shying away from the message, God's calling everyone in here to be a leader in the kingdom. God wants you to be a leader. Wherever you work, wherever you go to school, wherever your home is, God wants you to be a leader. Developing leaders is what it's all about as a parent. For example, yesterday I'm in the office at school working, and an idea springs. And I go, "Uh uh-oh. Okay, you don't have to. And the idea was, it's not bad outdoors. Let me text Joshua. Joshua, yard work today. You mow, I'll trim. When I came home, guess what? Joshua's a leader. The yard was done. Listen, if it's not practical, really reassess and see if it was biblical. Because if it's biblical, it's going to be practical and it's going to be carried out at home. And when you carry it out at home, you're going to be able to do it out in the community. Hello? If it doesn't sell in this store, you might want to figure out why it's not working before you try to create another store. Church, come on. Man, he got so much stuff. I was, I was just bragging on him when I walked in. I mean, when I turned the corner to the driveway, I, first thing I looked at was the, the yard. I looked at the yard to see how, man, the yard's all done. I said, oh, yeah, look at Joshua Kenneth. Go, dog. I went in there, and I bragged all over him. How long has it been since you have been bragging on your kids? That's what leaders do. They value those who are in their life. Jesus valued his disciples. Even when Peter messed up. So I'm going to pass this on to you. Then I'm going to give you a couple of the principles from God's word. And then we'll stop. But what we're talking about is leadership. We're talking about leadership in this ministry. We're talking about this ministry outlasting the person who's on this stage. Otherwise it may not have been a God. Have you ever thought about that? This has to have a long term principle. Not an administrator, guidelines, structure, leaders who will continue to take this ministry forward. Because guess what? In case you didn't know, he does care about fruit. And oh man, that orange was so good this morning. Thank you, Robin. I love fruit. So does God. Now, I'm not talking about fruit that you eat, but the fruit that you're producing. And Jesus said, all you got to do is check the fruit and then you know all about the tree. Come on, church. There's no way that you can look at my fruit 
including children, grandchildren, and go, man, he is really a great guy when you look at my fruit and it's not producing what you're saying. That's what Jesus is talking about. Good leaders produce good fruit. I know that's hardcore, but we need that because we need to know how to swim upstream. Anybody can get in a tube and go downstream. Are you all with me here this morning? (laughs) So check this out. This is for someone who's been struggling with the law and grace. I jotted this down in my devotions this morning. The one who wrote this was John Henry Jowett. But who was John Henry Jowett? That's what I'm talking about. Just because it didn't happen in your era doesn't mean it didn't happen. He was an incredible leader, spokesperson for the Lord Jesus Christ. It probably won't be on the screen because I just put it on my phone this morning. Here's what he said. Ready? The law says do. Grace says done. Which realm are you living in? Are you a law person or are you a grace person? Watch this. For the longest time, I was asking God, why did you bring Almond Gunner into my life? And like, he doesn't go away. Doesn't matter that he lives over in Jacksonville and I'm over here. He doesn't go away and I'm not going away. What's going on? Because he says this all the time. Lamar, are you ready? This is what he says. Coach, D-Webb, it's already done. I'm going, what? He said, don't you believe in the cross? I said, sure. He said, it's already done. Why don't you see your marriage already done the way God really wants it? Your children growing in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's already done. That's deep faith right there. Already done versus the law. Hello? Leaders call things already done. All right, with your Bibles, let's go for a little bit. And I want to be able to stop in good time because it's going to be exciting about the baptism. I read the verse earlier this morning. Here it is one more time. Psalm 94 verse 22 says, But the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge. One of the heroes that I can't wait to meet when I get to the other side, after I see the Lord Jesus and spend time with my mom and dad, I want to talk to David. Because I know of at least three occasions when David was encouraged was actually put in a position where he could take his enemy, King Saul, out. Come on now. This should be getting close to home now. Every one of us have had people that have tagged us the wrong way. And you're just waiting for the moment of revenge. And David could have taken Saul out three times. And he did not do it. We live in a culture, I'm talking about swimming upstream, we live in a culture where kids want to get even. They even have parents encourage them, if they throw the first fist, fire back. And if you don't fight on campus, fight off campus. Well, I'm so practical, I'm scary. And we just had that happen this week. Hello, church. Good leaders don't do that. I'm not going to teach Joshua, man, if someone crosses your path at that school, let them have it. Are you serious? Be like David. The Lord is my defense. God is my rock. He's going to take care of King Saul. I'm going to be just fine. Oh, by the way, when Saul went down, that awesome relationship between Jonathan and David ended because Jonathan 
Come on, church. Because Jonathan died on the battlefield with his dad who had committed suicide. And you think the Bible's a joke? (laughs) David and Jonathan were so close as friends. But when daddy went way deep into the wrong realm, not only did he take his life, he cost Jonathan his. Put this, whatever's going on in your world, put it in God's hands and get back in the rock. What, what we used to sing, he hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock. Man, I don't have to put that out there. Man, I don't have to run my mouth. All I got to do is just say, hide me in the cleft of the rock. And the storm's going to pass right on by. I'm just looking for leaders. I'm looking for leaders. And if you're not walking spiritually as a leader, don't pass that on to other people. Man, I wouldn't take that. Man, I'd call them right now. I'd give them a piece of my mind. Have you considered what's up there? Hmm. I want to give you two principles and I'm going to stop for this morning. Biblical leaders are rock solid. Check this out. The world can teach you leadership skills, but only Jesus can teach you a leader's heart. Now we're way down in God's word. So you can go to leadership conferences and there's some good stuff there. But if it doesn't touch your heart, it doesn't change your mind. If it doesn't touch your heart, it doesn't change your mind. Remember, I opened up this morning talking about a real small book for $5.99, and it's called Shift. And you know what's really crazy? I'm getting ready to leave on Friday, because I'm a freak about everything's got to be in order. wonder where that all came down. Uh, Hello, Bradley. Like, I'm really all about that. So I'm putting all my stuff away, and I'm missing one thing. Guess what it was? My li- are, you, are you here? Oh, God, help us to be hungry for your word. I couldn't find my shift book. I start screaming in the room, God, this book is so important to me, because I stayed up late reading it. And I kept looking. I, kept, I couldn't find it. I'm like, I am not leaving. I have not left this room. That book did not go out of here. What happened to that book? After about 15 minutes, and I finally settled down. Anybody in here need to settle down? And I settled down. I was invited by the Holy Spirit. By the way, either he's in charge or you are. That would be wrong leadership. He invited me to look at one more place that I had not looked thoroughly. How long has it been since you've been thorough? And I looked one more time, and there's my little book down there. I was so happy. Oh, I was so happy. I treated myself as I came down the highway. I said, yeah, I got my book. You're not here? Listen, leaders make investments. Leaders make investments. And they guard their gate to make sure only the right people are investing in them. Like, I'm not taking notes from somebody that's never played basketball especially at the highest level like Jerry West. I'm trying to connect all of this stuff. It's not about sports. This is about leadership. But man, when you get around people that have got the information that you need, man, you need to be grabbing that information. So you can get leadership information, but only Jesus can give you heart information. How's your heart right now? Leaders always do the right thing. Here's the verse. 
Psalm 15, verse 2 and 3, and I'm going to give you one other one. Leaders do the right thing. Listen closely. He who walks with integrity and strength of character and works righteousness and speaks and holds truth in his heart. Listen, listen to integrity. He does not slander with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friend. Sounds like David to me. So what I do is this. I take and highlight key words. Students would know what that means. I highlight key words. Dennis, are you a person of integrity? Why, of course I am. Well, let's find out. Do you hold truth in your heart? Mm, Ouch. Have you been slandering anybody lately? Do you... uh, uh, Anybody getting some bread here? I'm almost done. A person of integrity carries truth a person of integrity doesn't slander even though they may have the right of way i told three students on friday when i finally got back in i said uh do y'all drive no no we go i said but you're going to drive right i said do you know it's important to stay in your own lane yes i said do you know are you learning how to stay in your own lane right now no I'm not talking about driving, am I? I'm talking about slandering other people. That's crossing the line. Hello? And here's another one. Am I a man of integrity? Do I take up a reproach? Oh, well, you sorry. You just wait. Leaders do the right thing. Let me give you the quote and then one more and we're done. How many are getting something this morning? Can I tell you what God's calling for? God's calling for leaders. And it is not easy being a leader. But what you want to do is yoke. That's a good scripture verse. You need to yoke up with other good leaders. Don't just yoke up with somebody who says, yeah, I'm a leader. Watch their fruit. That'll tell you. Here's a quote. Ready? Listen closely. Reputation is made in a moment. Character is built in a lifetime. Last thing I want to share with you, and then we're done. Not only do leaders do the right thing, leaders make others feel valuable. In my studies that I'm doing online and in also studies that I choose to do on my own, I'm finding out more and more people want to be valued. People want to be valued. Listen to God's word, please. John 8, 10. And Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. I'd love to be able to stay here and teach on that. But what I want you to see is that in the midst of this tragedy that she was in, by the way, she wasn't alone, Jesus valued her as a person. So, do you value people when they do it just the right way? Or do you, do you and I value people when they mess it up? Do we value people when we're headed down the Via Della Rosa of our life and people are cursing and slandering and all kinds of stuff's coming against you? Do you still value that person? Probably the best thing that took place while I was in Orlando was the keynote speaker. Dr. Terrell 
Strayhorn. He had that place, not in a frenzy. It was so quiet, as Almond likes to say, you could have heard a mouse on cotton. I'll leave the rest of your imagination. That's how quiet it was while he was talking. And he began to share about his grandmother, this phenomenal educator who valued kids from all walks of life, valued children. And as she went through the 70s and the 80s and climbed up into the 90s, she was getting phone calls from now adults. And they would ask her, Miss Trahan, do you remember? Hi, this is, I want to thank you. I've never forgotten what you did for me way back. Do you remember? And she would say, no, honey. I'm sorry, I don't remember. I recognize your voice, but I don't remember. Can I say this to you this morning? God remembers everything that you're doing to help other people. And the kingdom needs leaders who he can invest in to reach the lost. Does that make some of you feel a little bit better now? Because I started out and I said, I'm going to kind of mess up your world. Because we think it's Jesus' job to reach the lost. It's our job. Watch this. Mm, Okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. Of course I'm going to tag this. I'm an administrator. I'll pray for those who will be willing to work over in the children's ministry. Forget it. Answer your own prayer. Let me explain it to you this way. When I was in Carolina working, I had Pastor Tom Grubb from Oral Roberts University. He said to me, you really belong in the educational system. I said, you crazy? I said, you are crazy. I said, no way. He said, yeah, there's a way. I said, no, there's not. He said, there will be when you change your heart. He was my senior pastor. Who was he under? Oral Roberts. Guess who started listening? Why? When you choose who your leader is, see who has been in their life. Just because somebody might be the starting quarterback, you might still want to. Just because somebody made X amount of dollars last year, you might want to see if that was out of Mm, integrity. God is looking, if you were to ask me, summarize this and stop. Here it is. God is looking for rock-solid teenagers, rock-solid adults who will be willing to go, I want to be a leader and I'll follow the leader, Jesus Christ. And he can use me wherever and however. Because I'm ready. I want to lead. So, with that in mind, all I'm going to ask is a very simple question. Oh yeah, Dr. Strahan. Oh man, he blew me away. I didn't know until he said it that he loves, we're in this big, big room, like thousands of them. He said, I love the Lord. I sing in the choir. I'm going, dang, no wonder I was listening. He's got more than information. And then he said his grandmother taught him a little song. I'm going, okay, what was that song? And he starts to sing it. This little light of mine 
And he had the voice. And then he steps back and he really opens it up. And the place is like on, whoa, instant vibration. Because I was like, are we in an educational setting here? Because it seems like the Holy Spirit is drifting all over this thing. Like, and he's just ministering to people. Every one of you carry light. God didn't call you to be saved to just be a follower. He called you to be a leader. Look at the leadership of this ministry. If you think that I'm responsible for all the different changes that you see, you're wrong. I, I can't do that anymore. There's others that are doing all of this. But we've got to have leaders. I wonder this morning how many teenagers are willing to stand and go on that campus. I'm going to go to the front line. I'm going to be a leader. I wonder how many parents would be willing to say, you know what? We're going to have our devotions in the home. We're going to have leadership in the home. Not dictatorship, leadership. I wonder how many would be willing to go, God, you can put me on the front line. And if you can change Dennis Weber and change him at the heart level to where he obeys God, I can do the same thing. I want to be a leader wherever God plants me. I wonder how many would be willing to stand this morning and go, I want to be not only rock solid, but I want to be a leader in God's kingdom. One, two, three. Let's stand. And I want to pray. I'm done. Pastor, what did you speak on this morning? desperate need for leadership the desperate need for leadership leadership we need leaders we need leaders here we are father thank you thank you so very much thank you so very much for helping me because I can't put this together without you I'm just not able thank you thank you for speaking to our hearts thank you for speaking to my heart And Father, we're standing all over this room because there are levels and dimensions of leadership. And we need leaders out on the highways and byways. Father, as young people prepare to go to school tomorrow, I pray that they will be ready to lead from the front. I pray that parents won't back up, but they'll simply create value to their children and that they'll serve each other and work together in that home and father then in our community I pray that many adults will find others who are not ashamed to run to the battlefield who are willing to go to the front line and that they will stand side by side and begin leading may we walk out of this place today doing two things valuing others and always doing the right thing even when it cuts across our grain. Make that possible. Thank you. I bring you honor and glory now. We recognize your presence. And I thank you. And Father, I lift up those individuals that are going to follow you now in water baptism. I thank you for Pastor Bradley. And I thank you for all of his gifts and talents and how he leads. And Father, I pray that as he... uh, walks them through this process. I pray that his heart will be fired up as much as those individuals who now follow you as Lord and Savior in the water baptism. We thank you for the way you've supplied all the needs of this ministry. And then let me just do this, and and by no means am I stretching anybody beyond. If you're here and you'd say, you know what, I've never come under the leadership of Jesus Christ. I want to invite you today to open up your heart 
and invite Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the greatest leader ever known to man. Invite Jesus into your heart. It's very simple. And if you'd like someone to speak with you, there are great leaders in this house who will walk you through a very simple way of receiving Jesus as Lord and Savior. I just put that out there for anyone who has never, ever yielded to Jesus, the ultimate leader. This could be your greatest moment by simply saying, Jesus, I'm a wreck and I need a leader and I receive you as my Savior and my Lord. Take over my life and be my leader and lead from the front in my heart and my mind. I promise you, Jesus Christ will enter your life immediately and give you hope, grace, love, and faith. I release that now in Jesus' name. In all these things, we give thanks unto the Lord. And we want to give you a big shout of praise because you're worthy of our praise. And God's people said, amen. Let's give the Lord praise in the house. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.